0: Hey, it's Taylor Thomas, founder and head coach of Thomas Endurance Coaching, here to bring you episode number four of Endurance Minded. On this episode, I speak with Celine Yeager. Celine describes herself as an accidental endurance athlete who didn't race her first Ironman until she was 39. After that, she began racing semi professionally for a mountain bike team at age 40 and spent most of her 40s traveling the world competing in some of the world's most challenging stage races. She's a firm believer that it doesn't matter if you haven't been doing something your whole life. All that matters is what you're doing now. Celine has also been a contributor to Bicycling Magazine for over 20 years and is the author of several books on a wide variety of topics related to endurance sports. Her three most recent books, Roar, Gravel, and Climb, are all fantastic. Roar dives deep into unique female physiology to help women optimize performance. Gravel is your one-stop shop for all things gravel racing, and climb guide you through how to prepare for even the most daunting mountains. She's also part of the team that puts on Unpaved, which is a classic East Coast gravel event in Pennsylvania. We had a few TEC athletes show up for the event this year and they had nothing but great things to say. I really can't tell you how much I enjoyed this conversation with Celine. Her and I see eye to eye on so many things, and I really enjoyed her perspective and outlook on things related to both the mental and the physical components of endurance sports. We covered too many topics to outline, but trust me, this is a must listen. Um, her perspective, her views, um, her attitude are fantastic, and I think there is going to be tons of takeaways for uh, for anyone that listens, athletes of all abilities, of all disciplines, no matter where you're at in your journey. Um, Celine provides uh, a lot of great perspective, and, and our conversation was one that i I really, really enjoyed. We'll be posting links to both Celine's books as well as the Unpaved Gravel event in the podcast description so you can learn more about that. So be sure to check that out. Um, As always, TEC is a great resource if you're looking for more information related to anything that we talk about. Uh, on endurance-minded, thomasendurancecoaching.com uh, is where you can find our blog. You can find links to uh, to our coaches. Uh, you can find resources on uh, any number of different topics related to endurance sports. So as always, you can reach out to us there. We'd love to hear from you. Um, questions, feedback about uh, about the podcast, um, and anything that uh, that's on your mind um thomasendurancecoaching.com is uh is there to be a resource for you to use so thanks as always for listening and enjoy my chat with Celine yeager how are you doing today Celine? i am doing quite well how are you i'm doing so good so excited to chat um i will let you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself to kick things off and uh before we before we dive into our chat how's that sound
1: that sounds great um a Little bit about myself. I guess in a nutshell, you can say that I have been an endurance athlete since graduating. It's kind of funny since graduating college because when I was in high school, I was anything but an endurance athlete. Mm-hmm. I played, I played field hockey and I ran for punishment, you know, when we didn't score, <laughs> right. and, when we didn't score enough goals. <laughs> um, and it's funny. I ran into, I, I, I somehow just fell into running, I always rode a bike because I really enjoyed riding a bike. And I used to actually ride my bike really long distances, relatively speaking in high school. Like I would ride to the lake, which was 20 miles away. I would think nothing of it. Um, but it, yeah, but it never occurred to me that, that cycling or cyclists were things, you know, I grew up, it was just kind of, that wasn't a sport in the little town I grew up in in Pennsylvania. You just rode a bike because that's what you did. Um, but I, I, you know, so I didn't really do anything with it until I graduated from college. And I I fell into a group of cyclists when I worked at Rodale Magazine, um, not Rodale Magazine, Rodale Publishing, which did Bicycling Magazine at the time. So mm-hmm. I fell in with all these people and I had this hybrid and I was riding with them and they're like, you should maybe get an actual bike and try this thing. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yes, so I did. <laughs> and little did I know, but I had some sort of talent for it. So- um, that took me to, I did an Ironman, I qualified for Kona, I did Kona, I got picked up by sort of a semi-pro mountain bike racing team, and I did like all the big stage races around the world and you know, it's been a really wonderful journey and I've been riding for bicycling for 20 years <laughs> and that's about as long as I've been, you know, on this endurance journey. Um, yeah. mostly through cycling, do a lot of gravel stuff. Now I'm going to unpaved this weekend, which is a 120 mile gravel event in central PA. Uh, yeah. so I'm really into that scene right now. Um, still like to do some trail running. Ironman cured me of long distance triath- <laughs> triathlons, <laughs> but Anyway, so that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I write a lot of books, uh, co-author books, and I'm just very much into, I, I mean, I'm very excited to talk to you as well because I have always come at this sport from inside my head. You know, I'm, I'm very, I think that when all things are equal, that's, that's the determining factor almost always. Right.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's always really interesting and maybe you, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see it this way, or, you know, is it, I think as, as, as athletes, um, and I'll put myself in this category as, as we mature, you, you inevitably like shift your, your focus and, and realize that it's not like the mental piece has to come first, right? Like, I think when you first get into, to sport, um, I think the, the physical component, that's kind of where you dive in, right? You're like, oh, I just got to train a bunch, and I'm super focused, and I'm going to do all of these, you know, workouts, and I'm going to get stronger. And you don't really take as much care of the the kind of mental and and emotional and like the, how you come into and out of those sessions. And then as you mature as an athlete, you realize that like your head has to be right first, right? Or maybe you battle with that more. Like, you know, have you you?
1: I you, battled you with that been, more, but it took me longer. Like I've always sort of been a bit of a head case when, you know, it comes to race (laughs) days. So, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I knew I, I battled with that, but I think, I think it took me, uh, longer to, well, you know, I'm, I'd be lying if I said I figured it out. I still haven't figured it out, but, but, but to, but to sort of have gotten to a place where I recognize what is meant, you know, what needs to be done mentally when I, when it's not clicking mentally that's kind of the best way to yeah kind of the best sure. way to put it yeah
0: so so you know someone like yourself who has this kind of deep history in, uh in in endurance sports you know what like what are the i'm interested in and in like what are what have you used like from a tools perspective or from an approaches perspective <laughs> to kind of to try to tackle that and you know and like what's like where did you start and where are you at now you know like what's worked and what hasn't
1: yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> it's Cause it's a work in progress. Yeah, but, right,
0: I know. I'm I'm really um, asking because I'm being selfish and I just want to know <laughs> for me. So I can like fast forward through, through all this like shit that I'm dealing with.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I, and I think about this a lot because it is a really important piece for, for me. Um, is I have always struggled mightily with, um, race day nerves. You know, and, and for me, it's not even like race day nerves. Sometimes it's like a week before race day. Like they, they pop up at strange times. I get a lot of nervousness and people mm-hmm. are always really surprised to hear that. They're like, you get nervous? I'm like, I get insanely nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had to learn like when I wake up in the morning of a, like something that I really care about, like a big event, I am, I'm miserable. I'm like drowning in a sea of misery <laughs> and it, it, it t- Right. So I'm just like, I literally, I wake there. I'm like, why do I do this? This is the last time I do this. I hate this. You know, the whole thing. Like I've learned to just shut up because my husband doesn't need to hear it anymore. (laughs) But, um, but I, you know, a lot of it has been learning, but, but then somewhere along the line, I figured out that the more miserable I was, the more I performed, like the better I performed. And for a while, I, I, I think I, I made this mistake of, of, connecting the two the wrong way. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, oh, maybe I have to be miserable to perform well, you know, or maybe that's part of my process. Or, I, you know, and then when I, so I'm like, okay, it's part of your process. And it made it a little more tolerable. And then I just kind of tried to reframe it because I would be so jealous of people who were excited. Like people, mm-hmm. like people, I generally, I'd see them and they were generally stoked and they would come up to me. And I've <laughs> always been this way. Even before like big field hockey games, I was this way. I'd have friends like chest bumping me. I'm like, are you psyched? And I'd be like, I just wanted to hide in the locker room and just like be quiet. <laughs> you know, like yeah, all, yeah, I wanted, yeah. oh, all I great. wanted to do. And I'm still kind of like that. But then I learned like, okay, there's a really fine line between stoked and miserable. Like they're yep. coming. It's, you know what I mean? It's presenting yeah. the same sort of way but it's just the way it's getting channeled in me is coming out as this pool of misery And the way it's getting channeled <laughs> in some, somewhere else is like a very excited thing so I'm like so I tr- I learned that it I I just started spinning it myself I'm like it's potential energy right what you're yeah. feeling is potential energy you just have to like harness those butterflies and i just and honestly like once i sort of routine is super important and i always tell people like that like i'd always have like the same stuff i do and like i'd sit in bed and be like okay just get that ball rolling and like you check your tires you do your thing you pack your you know whatever it is like you start just gearing yourself up that way and get out and then i would get to the race venue and get sort of swept up in the excitement of that and by the time the gun would go i'm no longer miserable like once everything is in motion like the butterflies are released. They have a job to do and it's all good. Yeah. So it, it really was just managing that. But I, you know, I know, I know many people who stopped racing, who just stopped because they couldn't oh, manage yeah. that piece of it.
0: Yeah, sure. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, uh, I'm sure you're the same way. I've talked to so many people over the years. to so just like, it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth feeling this miserable and and dealing with all these emotions for, you know, that trumped any payoff they had at the end of the event, right? Or or it got in the way of their success, right? Like they couldn't they couldn't ever right. get to the payoff because they were so crippled by this. These, That's a you know, huge, yeah, yeah, because
1: yeah. yeah. that never it never really chipped me up in that way. Like, yeah, it, right. I it always feels such joy like i would i'm a little almost manic you know with it at the end like i'd be like so elated um right. at the end that it was that i would just sign up for stuff i don't i'd forget it's like childbirth i'm like i'd forget the misery until the misery would come again um right, yeah which is fine you know which is fine I'd, I'd prefer it that way you know i i mean I, for me i'm also a really good catastrophic thinker so i would mm-hmm. just be like I'd almost have to take myself to the worst case scenario, which in my hugely imaginative world would be like, well, everyone's going to see that you actually do suck. And then no one's going to listen to the advice that you do (laughs) in books and magazines. And you're going to lose your job. And you're going to have to find another livelihood. And then I was just like, okay. Like, if that's, you know, it's ridiculous. But once you say it all out loud like that, you're just like, okay, this is fine. It's a race. Just get out there.
0: That's interesting. I, I love that. Yeah, you know, I've I've thought about that before, and it and uh and it felt a little uh, um, <laughs> it felt a little egotistical, I guess. But you know, it's true. Like when when you know yourself or like me or you know anybody who's like anyone you know, who gives like,
1: advice to others, yeah, who's like yeah.
0: made their living in this space. Like I was, I've had that thought before, but like oh, if I screw this up, like I'm on a pedestal, like people are gonna, I'm gonna lose my job. You know, yep. <laughs> I've spent my whole life telling people how to properly execute on race day. And if I can't do it, like, well, who, who's gonna listen to me? Um, Yeah, I, you know, and I, I I, tell athletes that or I have these conversations with athletes, like, you know, that, and you mentioned it, like this idea of kind of using that energy as potential energy to, to kind of fuel you, right? And but that's a, that's a hard transition to make for a lot of people. Like some yes. people are, you know, I, I can say that and I can try to help put that in motion, but actually doing that as an athlete can be, can be really challenging. But I also have made the point, And I think it's, I think it's true. Is like, it like, like, that's a good, it's a, it really is a good thing at the end of the day. Like, as long as you can get over it, the fact that you are dealing with those, emotions or that nervous energy or that that misery like it means that you care right like yes, and if you don't if you didn't care then like why why are you there right like if you if it if you if you're like nonchalant about it and i know some people are super cool on race day I, I don't that's not me or you know i don't think that's probably not most people but um yeah if you're just like you know nonchalant like i don't know it seems like you're not as invested as you should be you know and i so i think there is a degree of that nervousness that's really good right when you see that you're like okay well it means i care right and i mean it's like yeah. I I'm I'm use you, this. you to... should
1: have some level of butterflies i mean whether right. it's no matter what it is i mean i've gone in it's interesting like i've done i i did this uh tulsa tough challenge earlier this year where it was the ace challenge where you have to break mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean you do the hundred mile in sub it's really fast i can't remember what the what I, I guess it's, it's sub, just breaking five. Yeah. It's sub five. Um, and I was, I genuinely woke up and I was just excited. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. this is a new feeling for me. Like I didn't, I wasn't oh. at all miserable about it. Um, and I had a, re- I had a really good day, but I was still buzzing. You know, it was yeah. just like, it, sure. I still had the butterflies cause you, you should yeah. like, it's, cause it really does. Just show you care. And when I go to some, like, if I go to an event, like, that I know I don't have a snowball's chance in hell of doing well at. Like some long running event, you know, then, then I'm just there for the excitement of the day, but I still, like, if I'm doing a marathon, you better believe I'm still really nervous, you know? Yes. Right. It's it's a marathon. There is a certain, like, peace
0: that comes with knowing you don't have a chance, right? There's a great level of peace. You know, as as I, you know, have, like, branched out in different parts of endurance sports, I think, you know, lots of people deal with, have this, like, where you, like, I, I, I'm not a, you know, whatever the discipline is, right? If I know I'm not like as fit as the people or not as good yeah. or naturally or whatever, or not as young or any of these things. Like, I'm like, Oh, it's great. I'm just going to see what happens. Right. Then it's like, just with me. And that's, I mean, there's, there's a real, I mean, there's a beauty in that too, where you're just like, Oh, I'm just going to see what happens. Right. And I've totally. had some of the best, I've had some of the best days when I cared the least or, or not that I didn't care, but no, I, I, I know exactly
1: I, what you're saying. I mean, yeah, when you're yeah, not yeah, as yeah. mental about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's really good. I also, you know, I always, uh, you mentioned like that, I the kind of like that the feeling that once the gun goes off, it the, all that really goes away. You know, and I think that's probably the case for most people. And I always, uh, I, I kind of describe it to, to athletes and even like people that I train with and stuff. I always think it's really, it's really cool and and I guess interesting that you know you build and build and build, right? And, and you know you have all the training hours and all the mentor, mental energy and physical energy. And then it builds, 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 and and then the gun goes off. Like it's it's almost like very anticlimactic, right? Like yes, other it is. Than, other other, other than the other than the energy in that yeah. in the start in the of the race and all that, like and then you just start, right? And then it just yeah. then it's just happening. Especially and it if you're really... doing
1: endurance stuff, it's not like a track race. Do you know what right, I mean? Exactly. It, yeah. You you're now you're out there it could, you could be out there for 15 hours. I <laughs> mean, you could be out there a long time. Yeah.
0: So it's yeah, like you yeah. start and then you settle in and you're like, well, I guess, I guess that's it. I'm just, this is the day. I, this I'm, is what I'm we're doing. doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I used to do, uh, when I first started racing, I was doing, you know, like, uh, like cross country mountain bike races, right. So it was like, It was like full gas the whole time, you know. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then I like you know just kind of natural progression. I think for a lot of people, just longer and longer and longer. And that was kind of the thing that struck me. I was like, well, then you just kind of start and and it's like you know twelve hours or twenty four hours or whatever the day, you know. And that seems there's no like climax. It's just kind of like, oh well, here we are
1: now. Just riding. It's what's interesting though. I think is that and and that when, when you're talking about the mental piece, like sometimes like are you familiar like dirty cans and like those really long gravel races yeah, like some sure. of them many of them honestly it's kind of like the the hundred mile mountain bike races even Leadville, like some of them start hot they start almost mm-hmm. like an xc race because sure, people are trying yeah. to make that selection early so then the self-talk continues right when you ask me strategy self-talk is another huge one Because sometimes for that first hour, I know I'm going to be more in the hurt box than I want to be trying Mm -hmm. to just be until everything settles down, you know what I mean? And, and it, it can take almost the first hour sometimes for all that to settle out. And that's experience too. I can, you know, I know like sometimes when people go and they're like, Oh my God, like, is it actually going to be like this for the whole, you know, for 200 miles? And it's like, no, no, no. It's just,
0: Yeah, you know. DK is a great example of that. Yeah, I mean that's a you know, I mean a lot. Yeah, to your point, like a lot of these races and 100 mile mountain bike races, same thing. Like I raced in UE yes. for a long time. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean you're just like, good lord, like what? What, is yeah, what are we like, doing? Why, why, <laughs> like why is everyone going so damn fast? <laughs> um, and yeah, but and that's a totally different like switch in your mind, right? Like you then, then it's not that. Uh, I, even though, you know, I just like that idea of like settling in, like this is the day, like it's a very, you have to compartmentalize yes. the, the day. That's a good way to put yeah, it. Like, so I'm, I'm int- I mean, cause I think that's a really fascinating piece too. Like, so yeah, what, like when that, when the gun goes off and like everybody drops the hammer, how do you, like, how do you break that up? Cause some, like sometimes I know I'll, it's really hard. You know, I've had days where I feel like I do it well and the days where I'm just like, Immediately negative, right? And I'm like, oh, Oh, that's, I'm glad you said that. There's there's no way I can, like, I'm not this fit, right? And you just like grit your teeth and, you know, maybe it works out or maybe I, you know, self sabotage and I fall
1: off the back. But, yeah, like, what, what, like, what goes through your mind when, when that, cause I think that was, yeah. That's the, that's the point. And I've been, honestly, I've been thinking about that an awful lot lately. Um, just because, I, I, you know, traditionally I was, I, I don't do a lot of those like mountain bike stage races and all that kind of stuff as much anymore. Um, but still with these gravel events, I find myself in that territory. Like I was always a very fast starter. So I was okay with it. Right. Like mm-hmm. I was, I, and, and I was nearly always very motivated to be there and, you know, in whatever pointy end I could be in. But, mm-hmm. um, I think. Now, like many, 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 many races down the line, I really have to care. And I have to figure Mm -hmm. out why I care. Because if I don't care, like if I don't care enough, I can't suffer enough in that first hour. (laughs) You know, like literally, I just have to, I have to, that's my biggest today. That's my biggest hurdle going into an event, quite honestly, is that first hour. Because that's where I am most uncomfortable. And I have to really sort out like why I'm there. Like, what, Mm -hmm. what am I, what am I still there for? You know, I think early on that answer was just because, you know, I mean, I was just there because it it was new and it was engaging and I was getting so much, but like, it's like anything, you know, you, you do so many things and that's why I was never one of those people that could do the same events over and over and over again, because I would just lose interest. You know, I would just Mm -hmm. be like, the motivation wouldn't be there. So, I mean, it's something like I was at a race and I was just like, I just ran out of gas. I'm like, I ran out of give a shit. I just called it, you know, that's was my thing. Yeah. Just, like a mental mechanical. I really need to care. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I think that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that idea
0: that like, cause I think it's sometimes people take it for granted that if you, that, the, that, that, that like, that the caring stays with you. Right. And I've, I've found that like you can lose it in an instant, right? Like I've, 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 yes. I've been like, in the middle of a, you know, a middle of like a climb leading a rate and like, I, you know, and I'm just like, well, this doesn't seem, I don't want it. Like, you know, I just, I just fall off the, you know, I lose. You're making me care. feel so
1: good about those times. Yes. I mean,
0: it, it does, but <laughs> yeah. we're not
1: alone. I mean, it totally happens.
0: I mean, it, yeah. It yeah. You know. And you see it with athletes. You're like, you know, you're like, you know like, what? What happened? Like, I don't know. I just like <laughs> I of, you know. I mean, you like yeah. you couch it as like you know, our people catch it as like oh, I ran out of gas or bad. Eh, but you know, like you you probably had a, you probably had it in you, right? Like physiologically, you probably yeah have it. Assuming the training is up to par, but you just yeah, you like have to you have to have to want it. Yeah, you you mentioned that like why I think that's a really that's a really important piece too. And yeah, I mean like so I, I guess I'm interested too because that's something that I. I find myself talking about a lot is like figuring out that, that why piece kind of early and then often, right. Like checking yes. back in with, and, and even like it, during race day, right. Like during the, when you're actually riding or running or doing the thing that you've trained for, um, that, that can change. Right. And like understanding that that's kind of a moving target maybe. And you have to, you have to kind of cling to that. Um, what's like, what do you, cause I'm sure that's evolved for you. Right. Like the, like you said, like it, it was just because for a while. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, like, so it, how has that evolved, you know, and then like, what do you, well, it's, do you it's,
1: to- yeah, those are good questions. Cause it's interesting, you know, after, you know, early on, it was just very exciting, you know I mean? It, and, mm-hmm. it, and it was just like seeing how far I could take this thing, you know, this, this physical pursuit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then at some point, I got, you know, you, you and I'm sure you've experienced this, you race in all these amazing places that you can't soak in necessarily the way you'd want to while you're racing right. through them. And, sure. you know, at some point I was just like, ah, you know, do I want to keep racing through this and not stopping and seeing any of this stuff? Like it was like this weird mental conflict. Um, but I enjoy the whole process of training, you know, and I enjoy having that goal. I am very goal oriented. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why for me, I have to, it has to be some, like I, at this point, I have to find challenges that are just unique and that capture my imagination in some way, you know, that, Mm. that has not had my imagination captured before. So, you know, whether it's, it's, you know, like the, the, the last like two, I did it not last year, but the year before. Uh There was this, there's this race across Michigan. It's a um, a gravel race. It's called the Coast to Coast, mm-hmm. and I was really excited about that because I was going to ride across a whole state, and that kept me actually really motivated. Just that alone, you yeah. know. Like somewhere when I hit the, the the cave, which I like to call a tunnel instead of a cave, since a cave implies you're just going to hit a darkness. <laughs> <just dead>. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. Um, when I went in, entered the tunnel, you know, which is always around like mile 168. Um, right. I, I was just like, I did some rough math. I'm like, you're going to be riding across the whole, You're all like, get through it. Cause you're going to go all the way across the state. And it just, it lifted me up in a way that I'm not sure I would have been able to lift myself. It had that not been something that I just thought was really cool.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I love that. I think, uh, I do that. Um, uh, you mentioned kind of like doing the math, you know, and I, I think I get that's real bad the, at
1: math though. After
0: a while. Yeah. I do too. But I, I, I like, I do that. And I was having this, this like talk with, uh, with one of my training partners, um, back in the summer. And, uh, we were, we were, you know, just chatting about basically how to like compartmentalize these these big undertakings, right? Like yeah. if you, if you think about riding across Michigan and, in and kind of it's in its entirety, it seems like too much to chew on. Right. You're like, well, yes. like, you know, really like, you know, how, how, and am I going to, you know, what's it mean to train, you know, when you back up and you're like, okay, well now I got to spend the next, you know, 16 or, you know, 20 weeks or whatever, you know, preparing. And, um, but I, you know, this, like, I think the, we came down to, it kind of boiled down to like this, the math piece we're like that was a really good way for us to like mentally chew on like if we could just be like okay well like it's only you know 12 hours this week right like however the numbers we were able to kind of break it apart and then you kind of like chew on these little pieces that seemed obtainable be like well don't worry about the fact that the that the day is going to take you know 16 hours or whatever you can't worry about about Yeah. yeah just worry about this like 10 hours of training in front of you this week, or even more, you know, in front of you like this, you know, four hours of training today. Right. And then you, I don't know. So I, I,
1: I, found yeah,
0: I that, that like, I know that math piece, even though it's not, you know, it's not like really math, but you know, it's like that compartmentalization you're like, Oh, well that's, I can do that. Right. Yeah. Now. You have
1: to, you have to make it digestible. And I I've actually have a, a kind of a funny story to go with that because when I did uh, my first Ironman, uh, it was in Louisville, Kentucky. It was super hot. It was like 96 degrees. And oh. um, but it was good. I had trained. My co- my coaches were great. They had me training in the heat of the day, like all the way through summer. So I was just totally ready for it anyway. Mm-hmm. um Obviously, my first Ironman and in all the races leading up to it, you know, I would my bike is my strongest thing I'd get off the bike in really good position. And I'd always be like, all right, I'm just going to get this thing done, you know, and slip on my shoes mm-hmm. and go run. So I get done with my bike in Kentucky. And I don't know if you've ever done an Ironman, but it's very funny. Like there's tons of people to help you. Like they're spraying you a <laughs> sunscreen and they're like all excited. <laughs> and you know, they're just like, Oh my God, you're one of the first women and they're spraying me down and blah, blah, blah. And they're pushing me out the door. Do you need anything? And I was like, Oh no, I'm just going to go finish. And like, I immediately, like my head just like exploded. I'm like I have a marathon to run. Like it's I'm like I'm like, right, it just yeah. like, it dawned on me. Like, I'm not just going to get this done. I have a marathon to run. And then I was like, yep. okay, don't think of it that way. Think of it as eight 30 minute runs. So I'm like, that's terrible too. I'm like, okay. And I like, I spent like <laughs> the first, like, I don't know. I, I was feeling kind of nauseous and I was trying to like do what you're saying. Like, how can I put this in my head so it works? And I got, yep. and then I realized that there were aid stations every single mile. And they all had different mm, oh, things. Yeah. And I'm like, it is going to be a game. You're going to get to the next aid station and you're going to figure out what you, you know, you're going to get a sponge for your hat. Cause it was so hot. You're going to get some ice, yeah. you know, blah, blah. And maybe you'll get an orange slice. And that, that's how I got my through my whole marathon. Like I just be yeah. like, uh. and it was cool because people would start discarding their sponges, like leading up to the next thing. So it wasn't that long before I would see yeah. discarded sponges and be like, Oh, there's an aid station coming up. What yeah. am I going to get at this? <laughs> and it's, that's like the, yeah. And you know what else I have found works really interesting? I've only started doing that this year. Um yep. Is I, and this is for cycling events. Cause I, I, I have found myself sort of in that, in that, especially in that first hour, like I was talking about where I'm trying to like put my head in where it needs to be. Sometimes yep. if I'm looking at my, computer screen and i'm seeing all the low numbers like you know when i was out in steamboat springs for the uh, uh steamboat gravel grinder mm-hmm. i was like it's 141 miles you know and when you look down and you're in the thin air and it's you have like you've clocked off all of four miles it's, it can be easy to get a little defeated <laughs> you know yeah. so i have switch i i i have switched my elevation screen like i don't look at the mileage passing at all all I look at is like the course profile, the time, because I want to be able to keep track of my food, you know, mm-hmm. and like right. just other metrics, not the distance. I'm like the day will unfold as the day unfolds. And yeah. it's worked yeah. remarkably well. Yeah, My head is free yeah. from that. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing it now even on training rides. Like I just because sometimes training, you'll do the same thing, right? You roll out. You're like, oh, my God. Like, I, yeah. I'm, you know, especially if you're just not, you're, it's taking you longer to warm into the day. It yeah. makes me look up and out and just like take stuff in. I'm like, oh, look at all this baby deer in the field. Like I'm not staring at that number. And it really yeah. helps. It really, really helps. I, I love that. I, I,
0: um, I do that for myself. Like, so, you know, if, and if I'm like the screen and it, it can change during training too, but often like the screen that I have up when I'm training is completely different than the like race day screen. Right. And whether that's like on my watch or my bike or whatever, like on race day, I just want like time. Right. I mean, I just want to, you know, you said like, I'm keeping track of food. Um, and, but even like, you know, even maybe to further that, like I think it can be really easy to get in your head if you see, uh, some of these, like some, f- like f- more like physiological metrics. So like power and heart rate. Right. And if you mm-hmm. like look down and you're like e- either. So with heart rate, <laughs> uh, if it's really high, right. You're like, Oh my God, like, there's no way. Right. I'm, I'm, I am i am it can not be this high for this long. And then, you know, with power, if it seems too low, right. If you have like normalized right. power up, it, but like effort is effort. Right. So like, I just, I tell people like, shut all that down or put it on the second screen or the third screen. I, I, mean, I, need I, to yeah, I
1: bury it. I do that. Yeah. Put it, put it. Yeah, on like, another you know, screen.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, if that's part of like a pacing stride, you know, if you need it, mm-hmm. like then you can get to it. But yeah, yeah, like if you're for the, for that first hour when you're just dropping the hammer and, and you just got to go to, to see what, you know, to, to position yourself in the field um, like none of that stuff's going to do you any good, right? Like you're going to be redlined, right? Just settle into the fact that, or you know the, the yes. knowing that you're going to be uncomfortable and whatever the metrics are is what they are right but yep. you have to respond to the field and you know especially with uh especially with gravel racing uh mountain bike racing right these like it's really hard to and maybe you know with the exception of some courses like it's really hard to have like some sort of you know plan for the day really you know in terms of like okay yeah i'm going out at 220 watts i'm going to keep my heart rate oh yeah and, you know no. and <laughs> be low threshold you know i'm like no like that you know the the race is dynamic like you're gonna if you want to finish top 10 well you got to do what the top nine people are doing right yeah um and that's and that's going to be your day right you're going to respond to that and then the metrics are going to be where they're going to be and just keep um, in
1: mind you will have time to recover everybody's suffering right like and it's right. not yeah and there, there will be times, I mean, I have to remind myself of that, like, this is not going to be, and I think in endurance, I mean, it's, there's that great saying, like, no matter how good you feel or how bad you feel, it won't last. Like, just, it, yeah, it's, it's true. You know, it's just like, this is yeah. not infinite.
0: <laughs> you <know>? I, I, <laughs> I always try to remind myself that, you know, whatever, especially, I think you can, uh, I know I can get in my head, like, as the events that I do get, get longer and longer, it's you know there it takes a long time so like it gets a little scarier when you're like okay now this thing's gonna take a couple days right or whatever (laughs) yes and and but like but i even with that like i always try to i remind myself i'm like yeah but like so what you know like it's not a it's not a week right it's not a year it's not you know like at the end of the day it'll be over soon enough right like it's (laughs) not gonna last it's not gonna last what are you doing
1: like what what what
0: what event i'm curious uh um well i've been doing more uh just ultra distance trail runs and so oh that yeah
1: that, yeah yeah um,
0: yeah that was the last and and you know and i found my i don't know just and even stuff on the bike like longer you know i'm like oh i wonder if i could just go from here to here in one push you know and it's like two states away or something right, um, right. you know and so but even that like back to that idea of just like compartmentalization, like it's only really as bad as you allow yourself to think it's going to be like, and, and you're going to have, you're going to have, lo, you know, um, a friend of mine, uh, Kevin Goldberg is going out. He's doing the, um, uh, he's doing the triple crown this year, which is there's 200 mile ultra distance running races, right? And he's oh, doing, wow. there's, okay. there's three of them and he's doing all three and they're like three weeks apart. So it's this massive undertaking um and him and i were chatting and he he brought up a great point which i never really thought about he's like yeah like you have 50 lows but you also have 50 highs <laughs> you know and he was just yeah, like that's a great like, way to frame like, it i was like yeah i guess like you have to come back from that like it's not gonna you can't just stay low right i mean right in theory um and so yeah like you can you can have 50 highs too i'm like oh man that's a really that is a good <laughs> that is like a good i word. always you always fixate on the times you feel so shitty. And I'm like, oh man, what? but then you come out of that and you can feel great. Right. And then yep. maybe that's what we should focus on. Well, it's um, funny
1: because I had, I, there was a guy that I was working with for a while and he kept quitting races. You know, he just kept not finishing. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, you've got to finish because I don't care if you have to crawl at some point. Like, you've got to finish right. because at, at some point, like, that becomes your default. You're not giving yourself yeah, a chance right. to get out of the tunnel, which like I was saying yeah. before, you know, like it, it, he it was in the cave. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. just decided that this is the cave. This is where it ends. And it's like, right. you, yeah. you, it really isn't like you can, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Sometimes sure. you just need some sugar, you know, like sometimes your right. head just yeah, needs yeah. to be fed. Like when I get, I I have learned that too, is that, you know, my demons just like sweets. So like, if I start getting to a point where I'm, even even on training rides or stuff, if my head turns negative, and I start doing that. Like, wow, you kind of suck, and blah, blah blah. I'm like, are you hungry? Are you getting hungry? You know, I mean, it just yeah. That's sure. that's my first thought, and it's like sometimes I'll just take a bite. It'll be like, oh, look, a rainbow. Like everything's okay again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah, I
0: I I mean, I've I, I've 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 talked to a lot of athletes in that same position. They're just like they they find it really hard to push past that you know discomfort right or whatever that you know negative self-talk whatever however that discomfort manifests itself they just give into it like immediately and um you know and that like you said like that then that becomes like the status quo you're like well now you're just now you've just allowed yourself for that to be your thing right where that doesn't that doesn't have to be the case like let's think about how to get through that um Cause you can finish, right? Like you don't have to, you don't have to You don't have to quit. This doesn't have to be your MO where you're like, well, I just didn't have the right day. So I just pulled out. Right. And I'm like, well, there's always, you know, there's, I mean, like rarely do things go as planned, right? Especially with long distance stuff. Right. I mean, it's totally. such a long day. Like the odds of things unfolding as planned are so slim because there's just so much time. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so many yeah, variables.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, uh, Uh, Yeah, like, like you said, like, it can be just as easy as being like, huh, I wonder if I'm hungry. Like, you know, like just a little shift, a little shift in perspective. Um, yeah. So I want to come back. You had, you touched on, uh, something earlier that I, I really, um, is another like, uh, like soapbox of mine, I think, or, or, you know, like, uh, thing that I spend a lot of time thinking about is just this, um, like the idea of, of enjoying the, the process. Right, mm-hmm. and and that you know, I think I'd be interested to get your your take on, especially as an athlete yourself, who who has uh, a lot of experience. I think that what I see a lot is that you know, athletes of all calibers and and of all experience levels, but certainly athletes that are newer to to, to whatever discipline they're focused on, you know, they're very hyper focused on just results on Mm -hmm. race day right Right. and there's this kind of like fast forward mentality where they're like great okay i got 16 weeks from now to race day and i'm just and and they're just constantly you know it's focused on results right they're like okay i'm just gonna win the race and and i you know that's just i feel like that's i mean it's not sustainable right it's 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 not not healthy thing um yeah like what do you and so i so i you know i think you come back to this just very like you know, kind of cliche, I guess, but very like real mantra that you you have to you have to love the process, right? And you have to find that that why that we talked about. You have to find that in the process as much as the the race or the result or, you know, or the whatever the the thing at the end is, right? The like piece of candy that's yeah. right in there at the end. Um yeah, like what's you know, what's that like for you? Like that just that kind of process and how do you you know how do you keep that fire alive and enjoy that process yeah you know just yeah interested to get your you know I think that's different for everybody so yeah what's that like for you
1: yeah I, I think I think for me that I mean what I enjoy is that I actually feel so good when when I'm done with it like like a like if I have you know it can be Obviously, it can be hard to switch those gears from, you know, sitting here at my desk and writing and doing stuff and then getting out and being like, oh, look, I have, you know, six by five minute VO2 max intervals, today, you know, or like, right, whatever yeah. you know, whatever I have to do. And it can always be a little jarring to go out and be like, oh, my God, it's going to hurt. And, you know, this and that. Uh-huh. But um, but but then it like after the first one, like I, I get, you know, for me personally. I, I get a, a satisfaction. I mean, I get like brain chemistry satisfaction. I feel good. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, after that first one, I mean, yes, I'm a little miserable, but then like, then it just makes me oddly happy, you know, to to have that level of exertion and that kind of stuff. And, um, so knowing that and having that experience is honestly sort of what, what fuels that fire, if you will. It's just like, yeah, it's gonna be hard, but it's also, I mean, we do this stuff at the end because it does make us feel good. It satisfies something. It yeah, it, it floods our brain chemistry, it changes us, it blows out stress, it does all those things. And that's mm-hmm. really good for you. You know, so that, that's that's yeah. just like that's part of that's what part of the process that I do enjoy. And then it's also just um yeah, you, you get to you should if if things are, are going fairly well, you know, you should see a somewhat of a trajectory of, you know, of improvement. You should you should see it coming together. I mean, I really love that feeling of. The little the little steps that you can feel along the way, like. Right. I, I can feel a hard block actually kind of sink in, you know, like. After sure. I'm done with it, I can feel myself. I'm, I've got that true hunger. Like I like to feel like real hunger. Like, I, like my body's really hungry and it's really now it's repairing. And I get on yeah. and that, that feeling of like, oh, like that workout that was a little better this time. Like it, like I think that stuff is all, um, all part of what keeps me after all this time still coming back to it and still wanting you know, to, sure. to train because that's, yeah. it's inherently satisfying, you know, the, the, the results are a reward on top of that, but the, the process itself really needs to be rewarding. Or I think that it's unsustainable for very long. Yeah, for sure.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I, I, you know, you, I think you touched on something that I really, <clears throat> excuse me, um, really think is important is that, um you know this idea that like you you like you almost have to put as' I'll say put as much weight but you have to like it has to be as rewarding to finish like a hard workout on like a Tuesday afternoon as it is to finish race day right like yeah. that, like I you know in my mind and that's how I operate too like very similar to how like I'm I'm legitimately as pumped up for like a long you know a long training session and, and feel the same way afterwards as I am on race day. Right. Like I, I enjoy yep. like, like, like checking those boxes, right. Like there's a real, um, uh, you know, that's really important to me, right. Is to be like, okay, like th- you know, I find as much value in moving the needle during training as I do on any race day results. Um, because it helps, you know, and, and I guess the other thing that I'll, I want to ask, Is because, you know, I think it's, it's so hard for, for so many people to just like balance, right? Like everybody talks about balance and you're like, oh, how do I, you know, how do I get it all in and blah, blah, blah. And I've made the case and I, and I, you know, and this is, I think, you know, somewhat individualized and personality dependent or specific, but like I've made the case that I really think that, you know, in training and the execution of moving towards a goal kind of helps put everything else in perspective, right? Like it helps position your responsibilities outside of mm-hmm, your training mm-hmm. in a, in a much better light in a much more positive light. I mean, do you find that like, for me, I like, you know, if, if I'm st- like nailing my workouts, like I'm, I'm sticking to my schedule, like things, you know, and it doesn't matter. Like if I have to get up in the middle of the night to do it or like stay up late, like if I'm just like checking those boxes, like I'm better in, in every other capacity. Yes. Um, Yes. Do you feel like you have the same experience? Yeah,
1: no, I really do. I mean, I think um I think when you're talking about stuff like Iron Man, it's impossible to find what you would call balance. You know, I mean, there's going sure. to be there's going to be a time when it is all Iron Man and that's just mm-hmm. the way it is. And that's OK, right. too. Like, I think it's OK to recognize that there is stuff in life that you think that is so um important that it isn't as important as you think it is i mean the laundry is always there the dishes are always there. like there's a there's just stuff that's always there and there's stuff mm-hmm. that can like be backburnered for a while you can say no for a while you know especially mm-hmm. you got six weeks where everything's bananas all right well that's the way it is and then it you know yeah. can go back into balance after that like balance doesn't have to be daily it can be big picture right you know so yeah, i, I yeah, think yeah. that's important to take into consideration and also i mean to your other point, um, I find that my training anchors me, you know, like I'm, Mm -hmm. I need anchor points in my day or I'm just adrift. Like, I'm just like, Oh, what am I going to do? Like, where am I going to put my, so if I know that I've got a two hour ride or whatever I need to do, like I, I anchor things around that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it then and then I'm going to work and then I'm going to take my daughter to clarinet. And then after that, you know, and it's just like, it all sort of flows from one anchor point. That's how I, that's how I manage my time. No, that's exactly, I mean, I, I, I view, like, I look
0: at it the same way. I'm like, it's the training aspect is, is like the, you know, primary or certainly one of the major anchors, you know, and if that's daily or, you know, most days, then, then I can like build everything else around that. Right. I'm like, okay, like, here's the training piece that's going to happen. Um, You know, and I, just because I'm, you know, this is the way my head works, but I'll like even schedule it, you know, like on my calendar, right? I'm like, okay. Like, it's like a meeting. Oh yeah, no, I think it
1: has to be. I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, I feel people get swept in different directions because you, you know, you don't treat it with this, even though it has the same weight in your mind and you feel really, you know, crappy and bad about yourself. A lot of times, if you miss a training session, you don't give it the same weight, on on it on any given day right like you allow it to get pushed further down and not be that anchor and i think if you're someone who's invested in the outcome and your progress and how it makes you feel like you have to i mean i love that like just yeah that like anchor point you know i think that's the that's the move you gotta like it has to be the it has to be in place and then you build everything else out around that you know um and my work
1: is better for it i think like i i liken it to a um to a violin string sometimes like you need a certain amount like a violin string if it has no tension there's no music if it has too much tension it snaps it needs just the right amount of tension right to sound perfect so i think life is right. like that you know without yeah, that school. tension of okay i gotta fit this in Oh, so i better get hustling my brain would just be like uh, ah, maybe i'll surf the web for a bit um right. you know what, what else <laughs> like it's just yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, it's, good, it's good it's good to have that pushback right like yeah. i think yeah
0: like it helps like contextualize the rest of the stuff you're doing or and to your point like the things that you think are really important like maybe are not the things that you prioritize that that day or week right. or, or 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 set of weeks right or month
1: or whatever um, or in my case, years but, at this point, <laughs> like Iron, <laughs> Iron Man just made me go, you know, what? like a lot of that stuff just doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I, and I think that's, and it's such a good, I totally agree. Like this idea that, I mean, balance is like, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a moving target and it doesn't look the same every day and it doesn't happen every day or, or maybe like, maybe it's not even, maybe it doesn't have to happen. Right. Like maybe it's just like shifting and like, the you know what I'm saying? Like this idea that like, you know, the seesaw is evenly levitating on both sides, right? Like seems like kind of, you know, like BS, right? Like who, who's yeah, going to, no, I'm who's fine gonna...
1: with the seesaw <laughs> going up and
0: down. Like, right, like who's going to finish the day, like, you know, neutral. Yeah. <laughs> um And I, you know, and I think that like related to training, and I just, that weighs on people so heavily, right? Like they get in their minds, we're like, oh, you know, if I do this ride, like something else has to suffer. But, it, you know, I, it's not like, it doesn't detract or I think if you can make that shift or like, it's not detracting from or taking time away. It's giving quality to the time that I'm giving to these other things. Right. Or at least that's the hope, uh, you know, right, I think, right. like you said, like, it makes you better at, at everything else you're, you're doing. It makes me a calmer person. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a wreck when I, am uh, yeah, I actually have like, uh, I've been dealing with a little bit of a, an ankle injury And it's, it's limited my, (laughs) my training. Yeah. And it's, you know, so it's just, I'm not able to like train at the capacity that I would like to be right now. Um, I can still do some stuff and some like, but yeah, it gets, it's, it's, it's been a, like, I'm, you know, I'm not as like, uh, I'm, you know, I find myself like being grumpier, right. (laughs) How are you with injuries?
1: Like that's hard managing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if I was being honest right now, I'm not as good as I'd like to be. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, you know, I think it's, it's hard to, it's hard to maintain perspective during injury. Yeah. Right. When you're just like, you know, cause truthfully, like specific to me, it hasn't been that long. I haven't been in, it's been about three weeks. Um, and, and two of those last 10 days or two weeks, I've, I've been, fairly mobile i don't really have any issues walking anymore i can i can do some workouts um so like it's but yeah like it's uh so it's not that severe in the in the scheme of things right like it's All not right. like i broke my collarbone or whatever um but yeah no it's just hard it's hard to be patient and it's hard to when when that training component is such an anchor in your life yeah, yeah. When you don't have it at the capacity that you would like to have it. Um, it's very, very challenging. Yeah, you know, and it's, um, it's been a while since I've been injured as well, which is, uh, I, I mean, I've been very injured, it, it lots of times in the past. But I had had a really nice long run where I was super healthy. Yeah. Um, and so this is the first one, so I'm kind of having to like relearn the strategies, you know, very truthfully that I that I talk about with athletes all the time. Right. I mean, like we work through these things as a team. Um, or I, you know, work with my coaches to, to help them work with their athletes. Right. Like we're talking about this stuff all the time in the space, but, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. I don't know. Are you, are you injury prone, injury free? Are you, (laughs) you've, you've had to have had some of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, um, I, I am not injury prone. I'm also not a runner. Um, by I mean yeah. well, I. that's, what, that's what my problem came. Well, from. It, well, it's but it is. I and I say that not to like bash on running at all, but it's harder to stay healthy when you're a distance runner. Sure. It just is. I mean, there's a reason that Runner's World has columns about injuries almost every month, right? Like it's it's just hard. Yeah. It's hard to stay mm-hmm. healthy when you start really putting on miles. I mean, it's 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 part mm-hmm. of the sport and it's kind of accepted as part of the sport, you know. So I, you mm-hmm. know, for me, like when I was doing the Iron Man kind of stuff. Like anytime I would start going into that, you know, 15 to 18, 20 mile range, it was hard to keep my IT band quiet. And it was hard to keep, you know, plantar fasciitis away and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, I think that if I had continued that, we'd be having a different conversation, you know, quite honestly. Um, but my, my stuff has usually been like, oh, I hit a tree, (laughs) you know, on my mountain. Like it's more, it's more outright injury, um, than, than that, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Well, I think is is like, cause I was in the
0: same boat. Like I, I used to race, uh, mountain bikes, you know, primary, like that's all I did. And, um, yeah, you know, yeah, you hit a tree or, you know, I broke, you know, you break collarbones yeah. and I've, you know, fractured my skull and all, you know, he's like, things are like very obvious injuries. Yes. You're like, well, <laughs> even, like, that seems like easier to deal with for I me agree. than like, like, like a little ankle injury yes. like I'm dealing with now. like, just c- kind of like won't go away. And it won't feel better, but it won't feel worse. And I can't quite nail down. Yeah, those niggles you know, are way but, worse.
1: They're way worse. Yeah, because you're like, always then uh, vigilant about them. Your brain's always like, "How's that ankle? How's that ankle? How's that ankle?" And you're just like, yeah. "Shut up, the ankle's fine." Maybe I'll think about my ears. Yeah. How are my ears? My ears That's seem right. okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was talking to a, a friend about it, I was, about the same thing. He was like, "I was like, I, I hate that. Like, I can't quiet my mind yeah. about this tiny little injury. Like, it, it would be easier if like my arm was in a sling, totally. and, like taped to my body." broke something or I, you know, broke my leg or whatever, like that would seem very clear and obvious that like, okay, yeah, but like this, I'll be walking. And then all of a sudden, like I, my leg like buckles because my tiny little ankle injury decides to flare up and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, you know, I can't. Yeah, no, it's super, super frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, we, you know, we could have, like you said, I mean, it's such a pervasive, the injury piece and how to deal with that and how to cope with it. And, I have- you know, especially...
1: Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I have a book sitting right in front of me that is is—it's uh, a pre-release copy, I believe, a review copy. It's called Rebound, Train Your Mind to Bounce oh, Back yeah. Stronger from Sports Injuries. Have you seen it? Is that Carrie's book? Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I haven't. I, I got a copy. Uh, I was just in Colorado a couple of weeks ago at a conference with Carrie Um, and, uh, and I got the book. Yeah. And I'm super excited. I read her first book and like also get, sent it to all my coaches and like athletes. And like, I, I mean, cause I'm obviously now that I've, you know, I have a podcast about it. Like I'm so into the like headspace side of things. yeah Um, and I, she's such, you know, she's, she's great. Um. Yeah, we're actually gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna have her on the show in a few weeks. Oh, sweet. Um, sweet. Yeah. No, I, I, at yeah. first, I was like,
1: "Oh, what is she gonna talk about for a whole book?" And I was a little like, uh And I was like, "Wow, this is really good." <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, yeah.
0: yeah. No, she's she's great, and she's doing. um I just love her. Her perspectives, you know, is 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 very good. She's obviously very very intelligent and and very qualified, but it's also like rooted. I feel like in like very real world application, totally. right? Like when she talks about how to get over these things it's not like pie in the sky like you know you know psychosis type so you know it's just like i don't know it's it always seemed like i was like oh i, I get that like i can do that you know or like and like i've you know had athletes read read some of her stuff and they're like oh that seems like those are actionable takeaways like those are things i can actually use as tools to move me through this process yeah um
1: i think it transcends sports too frankly like i think that anytime that you've had a downfall from something (laughs) like you can use some of those mental yeah yeah
0: oh my god yeah it's actually i mean i've had i've had several people you know obviously this this podcast is you know slanted towards endurance sports but i've had you know email after email be like i'm i'm not an endurance athlete at all but like i feel like i can like this i deal with this like in business or in my family or you know whatever i'm like yeah like they're we're you know i'm you know an athlete and a coach and i've made my career and endurance sports and same with you but like these are it's all stuff that everybody's dealing with right just happens to be kind of you know packaged around races or training or whatever but yeah i mean these are like you know everybody has demons right like they, they they come out a lot more frequently potentially when you're pushing yourself harder right or when you provide yourself real opportunities for failure right like when you're like i don't like this could go wrong right i'm doing something that pushes me to my limit They're Like there and like the demons are sitting right there on the edge right like when yep. you're you know, <laughs> just waiting uh, like, <laughs> yeah so, you know, like maybe we butt up against them more than others but like yeah everybody has uh everybody has well, their, everybody has them.
1: i mean that's that's yeah, what yeah. drugs are all about <laughs> i mean I like oh, but, right. but, I mean, yeah. but seriously i mean that the, the the human, uh, drive to alter one state of consciousness is because we all have demons.
0: Right. Yeah. We're trying to, I mean, and, you know, and I think you, I mean, it's been said like, it's no, it's a no brainer, but like, I mean, that's back to endurance sports. Like that's what we're doing too. Right. Like you're, you're kind of, ch- you're out running the yes. demons, right? Yes. You're hoping that if you, if you push far enough, fast enough, long enough, like you'll escape them or you'll be able to bury them somehow um except when you like hit a slow
1: patch and they jump all over you (laughs) and you're just like right
0: right. but then like what there's no better feeling than like coming out of that dark place right and i I love your no more i'm not saying like cave anymore like it's tunnel like i love that like yeah you're like there's a there's another side like there's an exit and like that high point yeah on the other side when you've like you know bested your demons yeah um that's that's i mean that's why i do it i i mean there really is like that's my thing. Like, I feel like that's the only way I can keep them at bay. That's the only way I can feel like I have a leg up on the the demons is like, I have to just keep moving, you know, and have to like keep feeling like I'm strong and pushing myself. And, and if not, like they're going to jump all over me, right? Like (laughs) any given, any given moment. Um. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um. Okay. Well, Celine, I really appreciate your time and, uh, super, super fun chat. I, uh, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed the heck out of it. I love your perspective and, um, I'm sure everyone will find tons and tons of takeaways from, uh, from what we talked about. So thanks for, thanks for being on the show and, uh, maybe we can, uh, we can have you back, uh, sometime in the future.
1: Sounds awesome. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Endurance Minded. Hope you enjoyed my conversation with Celine as much as I did. Um, Again, we'll be posting links to Celine's books as well as the unpaved cycling event uh, in the podcast description so you guys can learn more about all of Celine's projects and what she's up to. Certainly check out her books as well as the unpaved event. Um, I can speak from personal experience. Her books are fantastic and I've heard nothing but great things about the unpaved event if you're interested in Uh, challenging and beautiful terrain Um, unpaved is uh, more than likely an event you'll want to check out. Remember to uh, use thomasendurancecoaching.com as a resource. You can look at our blog, our videos, you can reach out to a coach to ask questions about any of the things that we talk about on this podcast, as well as uh, anything else related to training and racing. Thanks again for tuning in and I look forward to seeing you next time.